0: Today is your first filler podcast. It's episode, it's officially episode 373, but we're replaying an episode from all the way back in July 2015, July 10th, episode 110, and the title is You're Welcome. This is one of my favorite episodes, and it's one that was suggested by my mom, and it is different ways that Mennonites avoid saying thanks. It's about a 30-minute episode. It's back when Layton was at Hillcrest, and Eric Troyer actually was joining the podcast. So no Theodore, no Jeff, just uh, myself, Ruben, and then Eric Troyer and Layton on the phone. So Layton's audio quality is pretty bad, but it's because he's in Hillcrest and we were recording over the phone. So this is the first um, throwback episode that we're playing while Theodore and I are doing a family west trip. And by the way, we're having a great time, having a good time. Just finished up going through Yellowstone today, and we've got uh, some traveling tomorrow before we get into the next national park. So we'll keep you guys posted. Definitely check us out on Instagram. We are posting some over there with some of the different sites that we're seeing. So thank you guys all for your patience in getting this episode out because it is a little bit later than what was supposed to be. And hope you guys are enjoying your summer. Hope you have a a happy Independence Day.
1: Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting.
2: You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 110. We've been in triple digits now for the 10th time, and it feels like the first time. I'm happy to be here, and finally, after, I don't know, it's true that Leighton and I have been absent, or the podcast in general has been absent, but even beyond that, someone else has been more absent. And he's with us here today,
3: in studio, Mr. Eric Troyer. Back by unpopular demand. (laughs) <laughs> it, it has been a few weeks since i it has been, been uh i'm sure
2: that you've listened about. to all the previous episodes and you're all, all caught up on, on all the uh jargon that's been discussed and whatnot um probably do you have any questions about blake and chris actually, i actually haven't listened to any of the- i know but it was a, it was a trick question anyway because it, okay. it was actually christian okay i was i thought chris. you might be offended <laughs> so i was gonna say
1: uh
2: but it is gonna be back uh layton what is today
1: Today is Monday, July 20th, 2015.
2: And something to get out of the way right away is that uh, we have decided that Leighton needs to upgrade his recording equipment because it's just been a little bit of a hindrance to the overall success of the podcast. His voice isn't I don't
1: understand. Why is it a problem if I sound like I'm recording with a toaster? What is the problem with that? I don't understand.
2: Just ask some of the listeners. And I had have
1: we been getting bad like bad feedback. I
2: can specifically think of, of one instance.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Wait, wait, one instance where like somebody said something or an instance where like a lot of people voiced their displeasure about my mic.
2: In one instance where one person mentioned something.
1: Anyway. Okay, how significant was this person?
2: Everybody is equally important, Leighton. I mean, every voice matters.
1: <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not,
2: Ruben. Anyway, uh. <laughs> th- this has gone on long enough. Okay. Well, let's jump into it. We, we did have some interesting things that we teased last week, uh, specifically that Mennonites are not good at, at uh, receiving thanks. If someone tells them, if someone tells Eric Troyer, Eric, you did a great job on repairing my car.
3: Oh, anybody could have done that. I just, you know, you're such uh, a good Mennonite, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so, Layton, do you you kind of uh, are heading up that segment? Do you want to do that now, or do you want to save that for a little bit later? We
1: can do it. We can do it now. I
2: okay. Guess. I have a feeling that that's probably the thing most people are interested in.
1: Yeah, they're just salivating over, yeah. over it because they want to know how Mennonites really are. They do. Oh my goodness. Okay, so. I was going to go into, like, just basically say, like, the different ways that Mennonites, like, divert taking credit for something. Um, and so, but, but rather than just simply stating how they do it, I, I, I sent you, Ruben, I sent you a, a list of examples, kind of like like dialogue, okay? And we're going to go with our little Mennonite, Bob. He's, let's say he's a part of the BMA church. Which is just
3: BMA. Why are we picking on Whoa. BMA? Yeah. I would go okay, Midwest fuck. Conference. Meant, all right,
1: he's beachy. He's beachy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, he's
1: just he's a Mennonite. All right, and he has a he's a construction worker. All right, he started he's a self-employed construction worker. Okay.
3: Very and, cliche. And um, yes.
1: basically, this is um, these are like some things that are being said to him. Um, from like his church, like people that go to his church.
3: And now, okay. if Bob rever- or uh, is it is uh, represents a person in real life or uh, replicate or I don't know the word to say, it's purely He's coincidence. A stereotype. Yes, but if if it's if you you think it's someone in real life, it's it's uh, strictly coincidence. Yes, yeah. thank yeah. you for that. So you you did say just, it. This is why I shouldn't be on the podcast. You
2: said it. I just had to reiterate it for you.
3: Just a little disclaimer.
1: Are you, ready for
2: me, are you ready for me to read off those statements, Layton?
1: Yeah, start at number five. All
2: right, number five. Wow, Bob, it looks like your construction business is really taking off.
1: Yeah, Oh, all they do is build houses anymore. Oh, I have no time for family or for just enjoying God's creation. Ugh. Oh. That was number one, or that's number five. And if you couldn't tell, number five is that a Mennonite gets out of taking credit for something. He says, make a gift that God has given you seem like a curse. (laughs) 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 That's number five. I like it. Uh, Yeah, okay. uh, Go on to number four.
2: Thank you so much for helping me build my house yesterday, Bob.
1: Yeah, that was just... I mean, okay, well, do you remember that one time when we were in and you shared half of your peanut butter jelly sandwich with me. Well, I figured I just still owed you for that, so I built you a house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so number four of how a Mennonite gets out of uh, taking credit, you make the thanker think that you owed them something in the first place. Well,
2: what do you think? What is the underlying reason that that we do that? What? Why do we oh. feel like we have to be paying back something
1: because we feel like if we take credit for something we actually did, we think that it's being boastful or proud.
3: Yeah. And it's actually almost a form of pride to not be willing to take credit for something that you did. It's almost like you're, you're trying to be too humble. You're not willing to actually accept the praise that someone's giving you, which in itself, yeah, is a form of pride.
1: Oh, Oh, and going back to number five, and make a gift seem like a curse. We also do that, like, but, but, like, in in another way, like, rather than, like, boasting, like, oh, yeah, like, my construction business is really taking off. We'll just simply say, like, oh, we're so busy. Like, yeah, it's totally a thing yeah. that Mennonites do. Totally. Totally true. All right. All right. Move on to number three, Ruben. All right. <laughs> number,
2: number three. Thanks for plowing the snow off my driveway, Bob.
1: Oh, oh yeah, no problem. I actually, I wasn't even going to do that, but it just so happened that that right when I was going past your house, I happened to just kind of slip off the road. I hit a drift too fast, and I just, like, drove right into your driveway, and I got stuck. And in the process of me trying to get unstuck, I was going back and forth, back and forth, and before I knew it, your whole driveway was cleared out. And then I just drove away. (laughs) Uh, so that's number three of how a Mennonite diverts taking credit for something. He simply belittles the act itself by making the thinker think that he would have had to go out of his way to not do the good deed.
2: Uh, Alright, number two.
1: <laughs> number two.
2: Wow, Bob, you look really good in a plaid shirt.
1: I like your shoes. <laughs> 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 that's number two, immediately give a compliment right back to the thanker. Just right back. Right back. Immediately find something to, to just give them credit for.
2: All right. Number one. Uh,
1: and, and it's number one because I think this is like the most popular one. Like this is the one that like most Mennonites do like a lot of the time. Okay. Good.
2: Bob, the houses you build are
0: gorgeous.
1: Oh, you think my houses are gorgeous? You should see the the uh, the Baptist down the road, the, the, the Baptist guy with the construction business down the road. He builds houses twice the size, and they're twice as gorgeous. <laughs> way, way better. And that's number one, drawing attention to someone else who does it better. Uh, yep. uh,
2: I forget if it was Blake or Christian last week who said that when someone gives you a, a thank you, like a $20 thank you, and then you just kind of shrug it off or belittle it, you turn, you take that twenty dollar thank you and turn it into like a five dollar thank you. Yeah, and I think that that's really true. So, going through these, they were very funny, Layton. Good job. Um,
1: thank you. Do you have
2: anything to say, just kind of ra- wrapping up? I mean, how should we take thanks and credit? Just like a maybe it's something that applies to all of them, or maybe one or two in particular.
1: Um, I'd say across the board, applying to all of them. I would say. When you don't take a compliment, number one, like you said, you cheapen it. You cheapen the twenty-dollar compliment to a five-dollar compliment, and in a way, it kind of almost like insults the other person that's thanking you or giving credit to you. And then number, and this is an even bigger one, when when someone compliments you about like a gift that you have or something like, oh yeah, that really blessed me, or or like you're really good at doing something, by by degrading it and like making it seem like it's not that big of a deal. You actually almost like belittle, like you, you take away credit from God, who was obviously the, the one who gave you that gift in the first place. Yeah, so like you're yeah. belittling God-given gifts. And it's really sad, actually. It is. Yeah. It is. That's all I have to say about that.
3: Well, that was, that was a great list. You're a great podcaster, Layton.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: <laughs> I think you you have this down pat as far as how to accept credit and compliments. Oh, okay, good. <laughs>
1: um,
2: so this last week, or not? No, sorry, not last week. Over July Fourth week, we had some huge meetings at our church the the Midwest annual meetings, and it just so happens that it is always on the weekend of July Fourth. Which is just very odd. Uh, Not something I'm a fan of. Now, is this the first
3: year you've heard of the meetings?
2: (laughs) 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 To be perfectly honest, uh, I guess I always assumed that there was something like this. But yes, it is the first year that I realized that there is a Midwest meetings. (laughs) Midwest conference. Midwest conference meetings. Yeah, thank you.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Is your church a part of the the Midwest conference? Yes. Yes. Oh, I thought you... Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Okay, keep going. Anyways. I, I honestly... I just didn't know it. I didn't know
2: it. Well, to be perfectly honest, I didn't really know it either uh, until this weekend. <laughs> 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 no, I don't, I don't mean that in any in any way. I just... I, I always forget what conference we're part of. I know I knew... You always hear of the BMA, and then there are some of the conferences, and then I always forget which Jeez, one we're
3: part of.
1: Mid-Atlantic, Midwest, uh, Beachy... Oh my
3: goodness. Again, my book would you be a great addition here.
2: Well maybe that's true, Leighton. Uh, and it is true, Eric. You're you're upcoming you
1: learn about all that stuff at Bible school. Like, well, I did just says.
2: Like, for the record, I did go to Bible school. Um, okay. but you're saying you actually that's well, that was a big topic of discussion when you were at Bible school.
1: Yes. Yes.
3: Which you, which you, conference you. did they look down on the most?
1: The unaffiliated kind, <laughs> which just so happens to be where I'm from.
2: Oh, so you are not in a conference?
1: I don't think so, no. Oh, no, so I think we'd be considered unaffiliated. They're
3: like renegade beachies or something. <laughs> <laughs> renegade beachies. <laughs> um, uh,
2: but, but back on to the topic. So we had yeah. – or did you want to say something, Leighton? No,
1: no, no. Okay.
2: No, no. So we had these meetings over July 4th at our church – and there was a lot of planning that went into it. You know, we had special car parkers, and we had special grounds keepers, we had a tent set up to, to feed all these people that were coming. And what I was uh, mostly involved with was setting up the audio video equipment and also making it available as a live stream over the internet on our website. And it was done through YouTube, but you had to get to it from our website. Um, and it, it was it was it was stressful. It was a lot of a lot of time involved and whatnot, but what I want to get at is uh in one of the meetings uh, we always ask beforehand the the speaker that's going to talk because there's you know a handful of different speakers so usually either the day before or at least at least a session before we try to ask you know hey do you have a PowerPoint you want to you want to display on the projectors and you you know not many uh, most of them didn't have anything but uh, several of them did and this one in particular it was for. It was for a Sunday morning, so Saturday night we asked uh, asked the speaker, "Hey, uh, do you have a PowerPoint?" And he said, "Yeah, I do. I'll bring it up to you in the morning before we before I go uh, give my sermon." And so we're sitting there, getting everything ready. And I guess what was really stressful about that week for me is that we're trying to tie to. We got some new equipment, got some new projectors, got a new video mixer, uh, got a capture card so that we can capture the video stream that's going live that will also be displaying in a separate in our fellowship hall so that in case there's an overflow in the main sanctuary they can watch it out there but part of the com- complexity is that we also have some projectors inside our auditorium and those need to be different from what is being displayed in the fellowship hall because the only Aww. thing the only thing that should be in the fellowship hall or sorry the only thing that should be in the auditorium use the powerpoint if that is if the speaker has a powerpoint and in the fellowship hall because they can't see the speaker we need to switch back and forth between the speaker and and between the powerpoint. Oh. Uh, so we had some we had some issues with that cuz we're trying to tie together some new equipment with some equipment that's you know about 10 years old. And I know it probably sounds like oh you just plug it in and it should work but it
1: was no, more, it was
2: more of a hassle than that. I'm sure. Anyway, so Saturday night, the speaker says, uh, yeah, I have uh, I have something I want to put up on the PowerPoint, and I'll bring it up to you Sunday morning. So I'm sitting there Sunday morning where we got everything working and going after several reboots um, because that's what you do. If something doesn't work right, uh, you just reboot it and start praying. Right. And there was a lot of prayer Unplug involved. It, plug
0: it, go back in. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Done. <laughs> it was more complicated than that.
1: Oh, okay, shoot.
2: But basically, okay, we're all ready to go. I uh, got the computer fired up, ready to, to pu- put his PowerPoint into the computer, and he comes over and hands me something that is not a PowerPoint type of file. It is, however, a transparency.
1: Oh, my goodness, no. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, we're Did going he have to use, like, an overhead? <laughs>
3: <laughs> going old school.
2: <laughs> Uh, I, I do think my heart skipped a beat, and there was uh, oh, almost in every meeting that there was sweat dripping from my forehead, just because there was always so much stuff that that could go wrong or was going wrong, and uh, and definitely that was the moment when I, I my heart did eventually skip. Skip. A beat. How did you break it to him gently that this isn't going to work? <laughs> um, thankfully, thankfully, it was only one sheet. He had his heading. And then about four points. Also, oh, you typed it out, or four 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 <laughs> verses. So I I realized after uh, I could focus again and read and and realize what was going on that I, I could I could. The tears. You were done blacking you out. Read through the tears. <laughs> <laughs> yes, through the tears, uh, I could see that you know this wouldn't be that difficult to quickly type up in a PowerPoint.
3: Now I'm guessing you could probably say his
2: name because I'm guessing he won't be hearing this podcast. No, and honestly, he was. <laughs> He was a re- he was a really cool guy. And he was he was a great speaker. In fact, he even gave us a company he said he's been really impressed with the technology that we that we have. Here well, he Cindy should
0: Wright. be. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> <laughs> anything is better
3: than a projector. <laughs> transparency. Well, use yeah, projector. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the what do you call the old school?
2: Well, don't you just call Pro- them transparency?
3: Because it's just a, like a like a trans like a projector with a bulb and a mirror. Yeah, <laughs> like the. Yeah. I don't know what the official <laughs> name is for those, but
1: um. you should have just just held up the transmitter and just held a flashlight in front of it. <laughs> I got you. I got you, bro. It's all good. <laughs>
2: uh, it actually, it actually worked out really well, uh, and he handled. We have a, a clicker for the PowerPoint slides because I, I had placed his, t- his title. And then when I set it up, I set up each verse on its own slide, and he handled the remote like a
3: boss. I mean, he, he looked like he had done it a thousand times. Now a question: Who was in the in this in the booth with you at that time? Who was helping you? Was it Jeff? I think Johnny was with John, me. It's pretty good. Kyle wasn't there. I wonder what his reaction would have been. He, I think he, he was. He was out. outside of
2: the booth, and uh, I do remember I made eye contact. right when he came up. I made eye contact with a couple people. <laughs> And it was just, that, just that, that moment of, you know, everything kind of slows
3: down a little bit. <laughs> uh, but we, we made it through, and it, it actually worked out really well. Now, an, another funny note, too, with these meetings, I remember you saying that you need to make uh, audio CDs for people that are requesting the sermons. Yeah. While they're also available for download from the uh, World Wide Web.
2: Yeah, see, they you could hire a kid that's with, probably within 10 minutes of your house. You could probably pay someone. You could post it on Craigslist and say, hey, I'll pay you $15 if you come over, download this. I don't know what it is. It's the zip file on this website that supposedly has these sermons. I don't understand it, but I'll pay you $15 if you come over, download it, and burn it onto a CD. And any any 15-year-old kid would
3: be happy to do that. So instead you have to make uh, the CDs and mail them out to people that request them. Yeah. Hmm.
2: And there was a handful.
3: (sighs) Yeah. So it's like generations are colliding. Yeah. <laughs> um.
2: Yeah. That, do you have any? Yeah, that's all I had as far as yeah the the, the meetings and and everything. Uh, 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 like, oh, what? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that we we do have a new segment that we're going to start doing, and it is uh, I was going to call it "Do you think it's true?" and then go into saying this thing. But you guys said it, it, it should be something different.
3: Fact or fiction?
2: But, okay, well, okay, fine. Fact or <laughs> fiction? And we would would have liked to have some reverb, but our producer uh, went, uh, had dinner plans with his grandparents.
1: Whoa, whoa did he go AWOL? He went, he went AWOL. AWOL. <laughs>
2: he gets one little invite to go out for dinner, and he is gone.
1: Ruben, you better watch it, because you give an inch and you t- take a mile. Yeah. Before you know it, he's just going to be taking random trips down to Arkansas to see his cousin in BF.
2: He better oh. not. He better not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, fine. Uh, fact or fiction. This man walked up to me this past weekend and tells me that, uh, that there are these things in – I forget which state, but somewhere in the northern Midwest towards the western part, like in Minnesota – and maybe Wisconsin, maybe even a little bit farther farther west than that, maybe in the Dakotas. There are these covered wagon trains, and supposedly you take a trip on what would have been like the Oregon Trail. You know when you're getting. Oh, from, Oregon,
1: Ruben, not Oregon.
2: I can say Oregon if I want to. The Oregon Trail in a covered wagon, and and these people flock to the to this place, and take. A literal covered wagon
3: out so, west. So they live like pioneers. They
2: live like pioneers. They uh, relieve themselves in a hole in, the, in a floor in the wagon.
3: Why wouldn't they do it outside the wagon?
2: Because it's moving. Oh, it's moving. Okay. It's a portage. <laughs> uh, and supposedly the Amish flock to these places.
3: Now, are you asking oh, if it's true if this guy do you think said it? No, do you think that's tr- true? Do you think that's true? I think Yeah, I, I would think so.
1: Yeah, I think so too.
2: Okay. I, I did look it up a little bit on the website. This uh, And yeah, it does look like there's a website that you can sign up and, and go on these trips. <laughs> so if you're feeling like your life is too cushy and you would like to experience what it was like to go on the Oregon Trail. <laughs>
3: now, did you say the okay, Amish? There is no is?
1: way. There is no way that it's, like, actually, like, how it was back then.
2: Because uh, they
1: had to deal with, like, diseases and, like, Indians starving.
2: And, and scalping uh, Indians.
1: Indians. Uh,
2: yes. Well, he also told me that, oh, the one time it was uh, – I forget his exact words, but the one time the food wagon tipped over, and he didn't go into detail, but made it sound like that was a
3: problem to overcome. <laughs> Did they start eating each other?
1: Yeah, it's like – and next like, – if you enjoyed this tour, come with us next summer on the Daughter Party Tour.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be taking some high mountain passes in
2: wintertime. Uh, but, yes, I, th- I guess it is true, and I guess if you're into that sort of thing, uh, just do some web searches for Covered Wagon Trail or Covered Wagon Train. Um, there looked to be two popular sites that popped up for that. <sighs> oh my we'll try to, We'll try to make this segment more factual fiction-esque in the future
3: no no did this guy did he say that a lot of amish enjoy this or yeah is that something you said okay yeah because okay. i imagine that would make sense though because they come home and they're like in the lap of luxury they're like oh my word this is this is insane we have uh running water and uh you know you a toilet. It, yeah
1: <laughs> they go on this thing, like they go like amish people like go on this tour and like they they just like think that this this hole in the wagon is just such a great idea that they like do it in their buggies then (laughs)
0: like once they get
1: home (laughs) start just cutting holes in their buggies uh oh my goodness oh yeah
2: um eric i wanted to ask you just for like a, a mechanic tip for us today just one quick mechanic tip after the break. After the break. Okay, we're gonna take a little break. Layton's got to go soon. Layton, actually, you, fine. You take your own break, Eric. We'll keep on talking a little bit about what Layton's got going. Uh, you said you have to be heading out here at at, uh, at five o'clock your time. You have big plans tonight. Me? Yes. Yes. Can you? We're
1: leaving it. we were supposed to leave at five, and then I told them I have to record a podcast. So, if we could, could we push it off to, like, 5.15? And then I was approached by one of the women. And it was like, so, like, why can't you make it to this thing here? Like, why do you need 15 extra minutes? I was like, well, I need to get ready. I was like, well, but what do you have going on, like, before that? I was like, well, okay, once a week I do this podcast thing with my cousin. And we usually record from 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock on Monday evenings.
2: Uh, Did that satisfy her?
1: Yeah. It seemed to. Uh, um but actually I'm like not as interested in or like what I'm going to be doing. I'm more interested in how Luke and Aaron's wedding was.
0: We
2: could we could talk a little bit about that. Uh obviously uh Eric and I were were in the bridal party. Um it was one thing that was great about it and this is just how how I think probably most single men view weddings that that they have, that have part in the weddings. One thing that was great about it is that the taking pictures part only took about twenty minutes, f- fifteen minutes probably. Yeah, I was wow. very impressed. It, the bridal party pictures were, went really fast, very well. Yeah, they. It, so I mean, if we'd be filling out a uh, like a, a greeting card, they would have gotten A plus as far as time spent taking pictures. Exactly. Yeah. From, from us, yes. our perspective, obviously. Um. No one uh, – a- we had some, a little scare with the AC. That wasn't working immediately, and it was getting really, really hot. But then that oh, kicked no. in. Uh, the Lord answered prayers, and it actually wasn't – yeah, it was actually pretty, deep, pretty cool temp-wise. Wow. So that Okay, so fun. wait, wait.
1: Who is the best man?
2: Louis. Louis Miller. What? Louis. Louis Miller. <clears throat> His cousin. Cousin of Johnny and the, the groom.
1: I don't even know that guy. Like, I thought that I knew Luke, like, <laughs> kind of-ish. And I don't even know his best man.
2: Ugh. Well, if you would have been here, you know, maybe you would have got to meet some of Luke's, nope. uh, the other side of Luke.
1: Uh, the other side of Luke is better half. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: but, no, I don't know, Eric. What What else? What more was there? I mean... Yeah, it was a very nice uh, ceremony. It was. I'm not even sure how long it was. We The bridal party stood for the entire ceremony. Yeah. It felt longer, at least for me, than it actually was. It was tough standing up there in one spot. But
2: uh, Ooh, there was a scare because we had gone through recital four times. In re- or we had gone through the rehearsal. We had gone through it four times.
1: Recital. Yeah. You guys were playing piano, <laughs> were you?
2: <laughs> Close. Uh, we had gone through the rehearsal four times and then – Oh, when the wedding was happening, right in the middle, right after their vows, mm-hmm. right after, yeah, all of a sudden, Erin, the bride, breaks rank <laughs> and totally uh, shocks Luke and the rest of the party. We're not sure what's happening, but she she was supposed to. The parents were supposed to walk up to pray with the with the couple. Instead, she grabs Luke and whispers something to him and starts leading
3: him down the stairs as if they're going to walk out of the aisle. And she kind of has Be- to pull him down the steps because he's not sure what to do. Yeah. But, <laughs> like it, it felt like she was ready to walk walk down the
2: aisle you know, as if they had been presented as the couple. But instead, she walked over to a piano that was around the corner and played a song for Luke. And yeah. it, it was it was
3: really nice. It yeah, was an it, awesome it was, song. It was
2: pretty cool that yeah. she did that. Did she sing with it? Uh, no, she did not sing. But if you didn't know... The other side of Luke, maybe you didn't know this either, but Aaron actually uh, goes to college for music. Oh, okay. Uh, for, and specifically for piano, so not necessarily the singing part of it. Oh, okay. Um, but other than that
3: scare, everything else went according to plan. You could tell Louis wasn't sure which way he was supposed to be facing. Yeah, he cause... almost like circled around because he always had to be facing certain ways at yeah. certain times and he was, wasn't sure what to do. So, But no, it went really well. It was yeah. a very nice moment. it was Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some pictures
2: on the Facebook you can check out later
1: hashtag Aaron and Luke 2015
2: yeah you saw that I guess obviously
1: yeah it was all over Instagram (laughs) and Facebook
2: okay are you ready Eric we didn't take an official break are you ready for your mechanical (laughs) tip oh
3: yes I have a very very (coughs) small uh, tech or a car tip Uh, it involves the cabin air filter this is uh, AC season so if you're You've, you have poor airflow out of your vents, or you notice a smell or a musty smell. Make sure and have your cabin air filter checked because a lot of people forget about it. And so, some cars aren't equipped with them, but a lot of them are, and it keeps pollen and dust, you know, out of your car. And so it's actually could, good for your health, you know, because mildew and stuff can build up on this. So
2: that could be the reason for a smelly vehicle. Yes, if
3: your vents smell bad, it definitely could be due to the I bet uh, that might cabin my, air filter. I bet that might be the problem. I just got a whole bunch Wait, of air fresh. Is that also
1: the stuff that like? that holds in the smoky smell if like a previous owner was a smoker
3: no this is just in Uh, front of your evaporator a a filter that filters the air where
2: where would you look for it
3: typically where would you look for it pop the hood some of them are outside and some of them are in the in the dash and they're usually some of them are hard to change because sometimes you have to take stuff apart some are behind the glove box uh and not all vehicles have them. So is it something that normally if you'd get your oil uh your oil changed at like mass service or just wherever is that something that normally would get checked or changed? Not normally, no. Unless it's very easy to access and okay. you can quickly look at it, but not normally. It's not a routine maintenance thing. That that
2: is a good tip. See, that's stuff that I never would have thought of or it even knew existed. So. so the cabin air filter?
3: Yeah. Okay. Very good.
2: Um
1: Ruben, I'm looking forward to you coming down and visiting me next next weekend.
2: Yeah, I mean <laughs> I guess it, I mean I wish yeah, it's I'm looking forward to it as well.
1: Good. But you sound like disappointed.
2: No, I'm but, not. Like Okay. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> I'm excited about uh and in fact, I guess I should ask you this. Uh when would be the best time to arrive?
1: Um Well, if you really it feels want like we Thursday, could talk about this off Thursday the air. Thursday would be great. If you could arrive Thursday.
2: Thursday late night?
1: Um, yeah.
2: Because we'll be working Thursday.
1: Oh, okay, that's fine then. <laughs> uh, no, actually, okay, like, my last shift that I'm actually working is, ends 2 o'clock Friday. 2 o'clock Friday afternoon. Okay. So I'm free from Friday afternoon till Monday morning.
0: Okay.
1: Or Monday afternoon.
2: All right. I'm looking forward to it as well. And I think we will record a podcast there. Uh, Kyle's going to be along. So we'll have an uh, Arkansas podcast going. And then I will deliver the microphone to you, Layton. And then from here on out, Layton should be sounding nearly as good as Eric and I do in the studio. Nearly. Well, there's still the internet issue to worry about. and your ah, And your voice internet. itself, but...
1: Uh, I did have oh, just. No, uh, my voice is always great. But, anyways, keep going.
2: I did have some, uh, some feedback from a gentleman who uh, talked to me the other. Or <clears> just, yeah, actually, yesterday. And said that, oh, yeah, he enjoys listening to the podcast. And says he usually saves them up for when he is traveling. And he said that he typically, whatever, wherever he normally travels, takes about 12 hours. So, I, I didn't ask him, but it sounded like he saves up enough podcasts so that he can just listen all the way through. Wow. I'm sure
3: that's not the case. i hey, sure. I've got some other... That'd be, be like half, half, That'd be half a year of podcasts. Oh, my goodness. That'd be I, six...
1: There is no, a, a woman here who is a mother. She has kids, okay? And she said that even her kids enjoy listening to it, Ooh. listening to our podcast. So, like, we're actually, like, Ruben, yes. we're raising kids. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they'll be like they'll ask him, you know what they listened to growing up you know some people will say adventures in odyssey some people will say what are some other and then some people will say the french press car, car talk <laughs> <laughs> car talk with eric yep uh all right well let's wrap it
2: up then layton what is our word of the day and the
1: word of the day is what's well, actually it's not going to be a word it's going to be a name bob <laughs> is, is the name of the day
2: all right. Hey, thank you guys for listening. You can find the French Press Podcast online, frenchpresspodcast.com. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and Google+, Plus, and we're not on Instagram, so don't try that, but the other places. Uh, thanks again, Layton, for joining us, and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you this weekend.
0: Yes!